Welcome to the Will Be Okay podcast, the WBO show. My name is Ethan Dia and I am a junior in high school. I talk to people in my circle of life and share their stories with you. Stay tuned and remember this, we'll be okay. Today's guest is Michael Van Cleek. He is my longtime friend. Among friends, we call him Gage. Gage, like me, is a high school junior. He is the team captain for the varsity school soccer team. Gage has been playing soccer since a young age, and in his decade-long sports life, Gage learned so much about life, friends, family, sports, and habits. It is my pleasure to have Gage on the WBO podcast. Here is Gage. So I'm here with my good friend, Gage Van Cleek. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's up, Ethan? So yeah, I live in Los Angeles, California, and I've lived there basically my whole life. And... uh my two main things is I box and I play soccer. Well, okay. I remember when I was younger, I played soccer for AOS. So uh, I played until like uh, like eighth grade and then I switched to volleyball. But uh, how did you start playing soccer? Like at what age did you start? Yeah. So when I started playing soccer, I was like five years old. And it was just one of those things that when you were a little kid, you always do it with your uh, your buddies at that age. So my dad just enrolled me in it and it took off from there. Right, I know you're the team captain for uh, the varsity team for El Segundo High School. Uh, how how's that going? Uh, it's pretty good. We had a bit of a rough season last year. <clears throat> Couldn't pull through. We made it to the first round of CIF, but uh, unfortunately, we got knocked out pretty early. Right. Um. So, how'd you make your way up to the varsity team captain? Like, how'd you like put yourself ahead of others to get the upper edge? Yeah, so what I do different from the other players, or some of them at least, is I play club soccer, and I've played that longer than I've done high school soccer, and I've played in places like China and Spain and Mexico. So I, to put it bold, I was ahead of the talent level when I came to the school, and the coaches saw that, so they wanted to make me the captain. And when they made me captain, I chose to be a leader and do my best to lead my teammates to glory right yeah so uh what club do you play for i play for beach fc south bay Mm -hmm. did you were you always on beach or did you start off no i started off on a little uh club in my city called gunners then i went to a team called strikers that trained in irvine and that's the team i went to uh spain with and then after that team i went to a team in downtown LA called Lafa, and that's the team I went to China with. Mm. Wow, that, that's cool that you went out of country. So how was it when you traveled to Spain and China for the soccer? Was it a lot different from the U.S.? Or Yeah, definitely. So the first one I went to was Spain, and that, that was definitely my favorite of the two because Spain was really beautiful, and we got to go to Barcelona, which has all the tourist attractions, and we got to play teams from a lot of different countries which was really interesting and we went to the countryside of spain which was really really beautiful Mm. yeah that's that's cool so when you went to spain were there any challenges you faced like how long were you there for yeah so we were there for about two weeks and i would say the biggest challenge that i faced personally was adapting to the new culture because before that all i was really used to was the u.s 
in Mexico because I didn't really travel much before that. <clears throat> so the culture change definitely took me by surprise when I went. Mm-hmm. Um, so you came back and then you <clears throat> went to China, came back, and then you... Well, about what grade were you in after the China tournament? Yeah, so after... Ch- I went to China when I was in 8th grade and I came back... 8th grade, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, so eighth grade was when I came back from China. I mm. went there for like two or three weeks. Uh, so when you went into ninth grade and uh, there was trouts for soccer because it's a winter sport, uh, were you like nervous at all during the trouts or did you think you weren't going to be on VAR? No, I wasn't nervous. To be honest, I, I knew I was going to make the team because I knew the level from the years before dropped a lot and I was confident in my abilities and... With the trouts, I was with all my buddies, so I wasn't that nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said from a young age you always played club. How did you get so good at a young age? Did you train more than others, or? To be honest, I never, I never put in extra work as a little kid. I just always kind of had it. And what was really important for me was I had a good connection with my coaches usually. Mm-hmm. So that really helped me. Uh, get a kickstart, and I just seemed to be more aggressive and enjoyed it a bit more than most of the other kids. Mm. Uh, so who's your favorite soccer player? Uh, right now, I would probably have to go with Jack Grealish. He plays on Man City. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so you also mentioned you do boxing. When did you start? Like, What made you want to start boxing, and when did you start? Yeah, so I started boxing when I was in seventh grade, and it was really just because most of my family and my some of my family's friends were into it, so I wanted to join in and be a part of that, and ever since seventh grade, I just fell in love with it, mm-hmm. and I've been doing it since then. Uh, so how long did you train before you started sparring others? Because I know that can be scary. Yeah, yeah, I was definitely nervous going into Mexican-style gym because those are the most notorious boxers. Mm-hmm. So I trained for probably three months before I actually started sparring. My coach wanted me to get a bit more technical before I went in. Mm-hmm. And my first sparring session, I'll admit, I did get smashed. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've improved a lot more since then. Yeah, uh, who's your favorite boxer or MMA? Uh Probably, yeah, so right now my favorite boxer would probably be Canelo Alvarez just because he's really interesting to watch and I've always loved that Mexican style of boxing that he that he brings. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you stick with boxing ever since you started or did you switch to other types of... Yeah, so when I was a sophomore last year, uh, I wanted to make the switch from boxing to Muay Thai just because... I wanted to become more of like a weapon, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to learn more martial arts. So I switched to Muay Thai and did that with one of my buddies for like six months. I liked it, but it, it wasn't the same as boxing to me. So uh, I, when I went back to boxing, it felt a lot more natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you made the switch, was it a was it like a big shock, like a big difference from the style of fighting or... No, it wasn't it wasn't that different because from boxing to Muay Thai you had kicks and elbows and stuff like that. But to be honest, the people at the gym I went to, they didn't have like the raw Muay Thai style mm-hmm. of fighting that most people have. 
So it wasn't that challenging to switch from boxing to Muay Thai. All right, so you had to like adapt to their style, and then that's kind of what made you want to go back. Yeah, I definitely had to change my style up, but uh, I I never just I, it never clicked with me Muay Thai. So mm. I'm a natural boxer at heart, so that's mm-hmm. what I stick to. So I'm very intrigued. Um, so when you're boxing, how how do you gauge the other opponent's skill? Do you like study them when they're like warming up or how do you go in with full confidence? Yeah, so what I do is I just tell myself that no matter what happens, like I know what I can do. And the person in front of me, I just tell myself that they can't do damage to me. So what I do to cool my nerves before I spar and have a go with people is I listen to calm music, which might take people as a surprise because most people think you listen to rowdy and loud music to get pumped up before something like that. Mm-hmm. Listening to calm music calms my nerves and settles me a lot more. Mm-hmm. That seems like a smart approach. Um, do you look up to anyone when you're boxing? or like What do you think about when you actually go in? So what I think about going into a sparring match or just training hard is just overall success in life. It's not necessarily becoming a pro boxer, but I just see it as the harder I work in here, the more that will make me work harder outside of the gym, whether that be school or a job or working with my family to give them happiness or anything of that nature. Oh, yeah, I like that a lot. So how does that mentality help you in school when you're taking a test or working? Uh, To be honest, uh, I don't really put that mentality towards school as to the same extent because I know school is important and all and everyone should try their best in school. But I, I kind of take school more easy than most people. I still get pretty decent grades, but I don't I don't work as hard in school than I do in boxing or soccer. Just because, in my opinion, I think school and like college and all that stuff is a little bit overrated. And I don't think college is, is as important as most people make it out to be. And I already kind of have my game plan planned out for college so I'm, I'm not too worried about what i'm doing in high school right now i still try to maintain a decent gpa but i'm not too worried about it right yeah i know many people uh think that way too so yeah uh what's your plan in the future so what i want to do is i want to get a business degree from uh ucla and the way I want to do that is from by transferring out of SMC through their uh, scholars program they have. And basically with that, all you have to do is get a 3.5 or above in their uh, course that they have. And you have pretty much guaranteed access into UCLA and other UC schools in California. And once I graduate from there, the safe option for me would be to maybe go into real estate or be a financial advisor because that's what both my parents do. But to be honest, what I really want to do is I I just want to do something that helps people, whether that be a personal therapist or a athletic trainer or just something that can give back to the world rather than just obtain like a boring office job that most people get. Mm, Yeah, that's very nice. So... Thank you, Gage, for being on my podcast today. It was a pleasure having you on. Uh, We hope to have you on another time. All right. Thanks, Ethan. I'll see you guys next time. See you. That wraps it up for today on the We'll Be Okay podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned something from today's guest. Remember this, we'll be okay and see you in the next story.